What's up, guys? Welcome to the Wins and Losses podcast and the first full episode. My name is Tyler, and joining me on today's podcast is my cousin, Chris Crummett. Chris, how's it going, bro? Pretty good, man. How about you? Oh, I'm good, man. It's about the poor here. So that'll be really interesting. Uh, so what do you want people to know about you, man? Um, 20 years old. Uh, I'm from uh, Maryland. And uh, I I love sports, everything about sports, music, movies. Uh, and yeah, uh, I'm a fun guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so he lives in Frederick, Maryland, which is not exactly a good city. Yes, it is. What are you talking about? Dude, it's like a dangerous city, though, is it not? No, it's not. It was literally like a couple years ago voted one of the most safe cities in, in the United States. Oh, my gosh. How? It was like eight. Was it back then where it was a really bad area? It's like back when we were younger? No, it's never been a bad area. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, yeah. I, so, yeah, me and my cousin pretty much FaceTime like every day. So, he's pretty much my best friend. And we've had a lot of good childhood memories growing up. So my question to you is, what is your favorite childhood memory of us? Probably when we went to, well, it's not really a childhood memory. It was last year, but I did have a lot of fun when we went to D.C. D.C. Uh, was DC was really fun. Went to a Nationals game, hit the Spy Museum, took some pictures. Uh, I mean, when I went to your house in Vermont, that was that was always a good time. You guys had a pool. I went, I remember one time I went in the winter. And it was snow, obviously, because it's Vermont. And uh, we all got in the hot tub. Dude, that was a lot of fun. I forgot we even had that hot tub. I was, yeah. really, I was really disappointed when we moved and we, like, couldn't keep it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, having a hot tub in South Carolina, that – uh, I mean, it still gets somewhat cold in the wintertime. I mean, not as cold as, you know, up the north, but still cold. Yeah. Um, But back to D.C., the, the thing I remember about being in D.C. was that – when I was, we walked all around DC and I had a fever of like 102. Yeah. And it was, it was like 97 degrees and I was wearing a sweatshirt. <laughs> that you, a brand new sweatshirt you got from the spy museum. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, but the Nationals game was really fun. Uh, we were only there for like four innings though. Cause we were like, yeah. they we're were like, down eight, nothing. And then they came back and won. Yeah. I mean, I had a raging headache at that point. I, w- I was feeling better, but I was so tired. Yeah. Um, the DC, what else was good from that DC trip? I feel like I'm forgetting something. We went out and got cheesesteaks at uh, Charlie's. Oh, yeah. Those were good. Solid. I mean, they're not like Philly, but they're still good. Um, what was the uh, – oh, remember when we uh, tried to find a parking spot for the Nationals game? Oh, my God. I had to pay $55 <laughs> to park. Um, and I told you guys to park like a couple blocks away. It was 30 bucks. Yeah. And not only that, but you spent that on what graduation money. Is that what would, what yeah, that was my, gra- some of that was my graduation money. I spent oh. $55 for parking. <laughs> trying to see what else. The spy museum is really cool. You went to, um, uh, my graduation. That was when you were up here during that trip. Oh my gosh. I remember uh, that was my first time ever driving really far. I drove about, what, eight hours to your house, and then your graduation was in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oh, man. That wasn't fun. I went to two graduations. I went to yours, and I went to Ashley's. Ashley's my other cousin, just to clarify that. Uh, Talk about the uh, when you uh, punched me in the chest at church that one time. Oh, my God. (laughs) So uh, we were were in church, and – I said to Ty, I turned to Tyler and I said to him, I said, uh, if how hard can I punch you in the chest? And he said, punch me in the chest as hard as you can, just to see. And I punched him as hard as I could in the chest. And uh, he, he, uh, he, he like fell over and like lost his breath. And, uh, and <laughs> so his chest was hurting the rest of uh, the service. And, uh, it was like four days. I couldn't breathe right for like four days. It hurt so much. I don't yeah. know why I agreed to even do that. It was probably- I think we were just bored. We were bored to hell. Well, no, I think I think we were like, okay, let's just freaking. I was like, all right, I'm going to the bathroom, and you're like, all right. oh yeah, yeah, we. It was in the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> that was the most random thing we have ever done. Yeah, um, it's one of the dumbest things we've done. Um, yeah, I know when we were younger, we would always go to church, and then we go to uh, Denny's. Yeah. And we would play on our DSs and play Mario Kart. 
that was our thing back in the day. I mean, I'm I'm still the goat at Mario Kart, but we won't talk about that. Bro, we know that I always win. That's literally not true. That's literally completely true. No, when we were at our cousin's house in Pennsylvania, we played Mario Kart, and I you won the first race, I won the next four races. Bro, how do you even remember that? Because I don't. Because I remember that. Oh, 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 you're talking about uh, on oh, the Wii U. Yes, that doesn't yeah. that doesn't count. I've never played Mario Kart in the Wii U. I mean, we could play on the Switch. I, I guarantee I win. Oh, whatever. I'm not trying. I'm to hear so it. good at Mario Kart. You know what's terrible though? Like I haven't been to Denny's in so long. Neither have I. Because they don't have Denny's where I live. They have nothing but Waffle Houses. There's like three they still have that. They still have that same Denny's that uh, we used to go to on Forty. Yeah, I know. I think I went there uh, one time for a Christmas breakfast, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, back to that Vermont trip. Uh, so you were there during the snow, correct? Well, I also was there during a summer one time. I learned how to swim. How old were we? What were we, six? Six or seven? No, it was older than that. I don't know because – Probably seven or eight. Or eight. I mean, that's still a possibility. I think I was there from like 2006 to like 2008. Yeah, we were probably seven or eight. Because I only lived there for three years. Yeah, we were seven. Did we, or eight. did we go sledding down down that hill that I have? No, or used to have, I should say. I don't think we did. No. I'll say one memory of that house. That house was a really good house, but there was this huge like hill that I would sled. To the left of it was nothing but trees, but to the right of it was like a hundred foot cliff. And so for me, it was so hard to avoid the cliff. So I had to like, I guess, guide the sled to not go down the cliff because that would have been really bad. Our best memories were probably at Pappy's house though, because we used to go there all the time. I mean, I haven't been there in a, in a year now. I was supposed to go up, but because of this whole coronavirus, I wasn't able to. Yeah. Um, but we would play basketball. We play a lot of sports. I remember one time when we went there, we had like a, we went out to a baseball field and had a home run derby. Oh man. Those were the fun times. Like what was the one game where we used to play? What was it called? Jackpot. When we would throw some sort of ball and like, you know how you would kick. Oh yeah, yeah. Jackpot. Yeah. Jackpot was a good game. Uh, did we ever play suey or wall ball? No, I don't think so. I, I think we played wall ball maybe. Well, Suey and Wall Ball is the same thing. Suey is just another name for it. It was some, that's that's like an elementary school thing that I remember. It's like that was like fifth grade. That's when I was in like Philly at the time. We never really played football though. You know, we were always we're like we always played basketball and baseball, and we'd always yeah. work on that. We never like played football. I'm waiting for our uh, family Olympics to see who else can you know keep up with us when it comes to playing sports. I don't think anyone. Possibly. I think the most, uh, some of the more significant stuff that has happened is our trips to your trip to my house recently. More so the year, the year before. No, it it wasn't the year before. Was the year before that? Yeah. Okay. Two years years ago. Yeah. I think that was was your graduation. Yeah. I think that was, we had more fun probably that week than like three months ago, obviously because of the coronavirus. Three months ago. I was there like three weeks ago. Was it three weeks ago? Yes. Oh, my God. I I was there. Yeah, I left June – came to your house June 21st. Oh, okay. Jeez. I left left July 1st, I want to – or July – maybe it was June 30th, I think I left. I feel like it's been so long. I don't – maybe it's because of the coronavirus and everything kind of slows down. Yeah, I was there three weeks ago. I left June 30th. Oh, man. Hey, you want to talk about when you guys got rear-ended? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, our cousin was waiting way too long to brake. Uh, so the car that she was driving auto brakes and makes the car come to a complete stop. So she waited way too long to brake because the person in front of us was uh, at a complete stop. So the car auto auto braked and came to a complete stop and the guy behind us was driving a shift or a manual and uh hit us <laughs> i yeah. swear every time like you come up here you like it's perfect ride like nothing happens and then every time you go back something bad happens yeah the last time it was uh 
I came down there. It was, you know, although we stayed at the night at a hotel when I came for your graduation the night Did before. You? Did you actually? Yeah. I didn't know that. And uh, then we came back, came in the morning. It was like four or five hours. Uh, and then the trip back was 12 hours. We sat in traffic in Virginia for four hours. And there's like nothing in Virginia on, on the way, both to your house and to my house. Is there any more childhood memories that you can think about? I mean, we've pretty much went over some of the main stuff, but. Yeah, uh, nothing I can really think about right now. So that's out of the way. Now let's talk about the next thing. We're actually going to talk about our Major League Baseball predictions for this 60-game season. Hopefully they finish out the year. I don't know, but we're going to talk about our predictions here. So let's start out with the AL East. How do you have your rankings at on uh, the AL East? Start at number five. Who do you have at number five? This at number five, I have the Orioles. I think they're all around. They're just terrible. Uh, their pitching staff sucks. Their bullpen sucks. Their offense is, you know, not – as bad as it was last year, but they're still going to be one of the top three worst teams in the league. Right. And, you know, they lost guys like Trey Mancini. Uh, at the time of this recording, Dwight Smith Jr., I think, is out as well. Yeah, he's on the 10-day. Um, well, it'll be interesting to see if they bring up Adley Rushman. Uh, uh, yeah, I believe he might be on the opening day roster. I hope but, so. Uh, he's they, like, added, they added Jose Iglesias, who I want to say has been an all-star. I mean, he can, he can field, but... His hitting is all right. Jose Iglesias has been an all-star. Has he been an all-star? Because I have no idea. I don't yeah, think Jose Iglesias uh, was an all-star in 2015. Oh, okay. Was that with Detroit? Yes, that was with uh, Detroit. Okay. I mean, the Orioles, it's definitely a rebuilding year, but maybe they'll, you know, get better as the years go on. But for now, they're our number five spot. So who do you have at number four? At uh, number four, I have the Red Sox. I, uh, I know that's a bit of a shock. But uh, that's, I, a, I, that's a very biased pick. No, it's not. I think their rotation, their starting rotation, is going to be one of the worst in baseball. Their their opening day starter is Nathan Avaldi, who had a over a five ERA last season. Well, uh, he, well, wasn't he hurt last year? He was hurt, but when he came back, he was not good at all. What what injury did he have? Did he have Tommy John surgery, or or, or was it just uh, regular so, shoulder uh, surgery? not sure what uh the exact surgery was but yeah he he was he was not good i mean he had 67 innings pitch last year mm. which is you know a pretty significant amount he had a 5.99 era right but if he's uh, healthy then he's gonna be you know obviously he's gonna be one of their top guys this year but um i mean him their, as offense, your- their offense is gonna be good but i just don't know how many games you can win when your pitching is so bad like can your offense keep up with how bad your pitching is? You know what I mean? Well, I think, you know, I feel like the league has kind of evolved more to be in, you know, centrally focused well, on home run hitting. Exactly. That's what I'm – well, that's my point. If your pitching is so bad, you're giving up a ton of home runs at that point. Yeah. I mean, can your offense keep up with your pitching? Another thing is how much of a factor is it going to be for Red the Red Sox when there's no fans? You know, we talk about this, but fans are actually a big part of the game. Yeah. And and it's not necessarily that the Red Sox – I don't think they're going to be, like, one of the worst teams in the league. I just don't think they're better than the other three teams I have ahead of them. Okay. No, I get that. So, I have uh, I have the Blue Jays at number four at the moment. I think they're super young. They have a lot of potential. Like, they could be, you know, one of the top teams going forward. They got Biggio or Vladdy Jr., uh, Bo Bichette, like those guys could be all stars and possibly MVPs going forward. Uh, they also signed Ryu, who I think you know is a huge step up from who they had at their uh, rotation last year. They did lose Stroman during that trade deadline, but yeah, I got the Blue Jays at number four. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, leading into my third spot, I think the Blue Jays got a lot better than they were last. So. For starters, they added a star pitcher uh, in Ryu, who who came last year was a Cy Young candidate. Yeah, what was he? Did he come in third? Second or third, he came in. Yeah. You actually said for most of the year that you thought he would win it. Uh, Yeah, exactly. I did. Um, So on top of uh, adding Ryu, they added uh, this guy named Sean Yamaguchi, 
who was a uh, Japanese. He's a pitcher. He's a was a star in the Japanese league. Uh, so for 2019, he had a 2.78 ERA in the Japanese league. I know it's not really the same competition, but you know, their offense. I, I'm banking on their offense being very good, or not very good, but you know, taking the next step. I'm. I'm banking on Vladdy Jr. and Bo Bichette and uh, Javon Biggio to take the next step as offensive players. They have Randall Gritchick, Joe Panic, Rowdy, Rowdy Telez, who's good, uh, Lourdes Gurriel. So they, 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 they're young, but they're very talented. So I think in a 60-game season, I think that these guys could have great seasons. And so if it was like a, you know, 162 game season, I'd probably say in the long run, the Red Sox just because of their offense would be better. But I think in a 60 game season, these guys could, you know, maybe even overachieve. Right. See, here's the only downside with the Blue Jays is that their bullpen isn't very good. Besides Ken Giles, I mean, who else are they going to have to really step up, you know? So at number two, who do you have? I have the Rays. So do I. I think the Rays are going to be very, very good. Their their rotation is going to be top of the league. Blake Snell, Tyler Glass now, Charlie Morton, Brian Yarborough, uh, Yanni Chirinos. Their bullpen is good. Nick Anderson. Uh, my biggest question mark with the Rays is probably going to be their offense. Uh, they're going to have to have some guys that are going to have, have to have big years if they're going to be, you know, a World Series contender. I think they're going to make the playoffs, but uh, if they're going to be a World Series contender, they're going to have to have some guys on offense step up because they don't have, like, one, like, significant offensive player who's, like, one of the best offensive players in the league. You know what I mean? They have a bunch of really good, solid players, but they don't have, like, one guy that's, like, you know, well, you got guys like Renfro. You know, Renfro hit a ton of home runs last year, but obviously he hits a low average. You got like guys. Kiermaier's good defensively, but, you know, how good is he going to be offensively? This yeah, that's year? a big question mark. Like, he could be the best defensive, you know, center fielder in the game for all we know. Yeah. But how much is he going to give you offensively? Is Manuel Margot going to step up? Brandon Lowe's going to have a second year in the league now? I, I would say their best player is probably Austin Meadows, but, I mean – but do you think Austin Meadows overachieved last year? I think that could be – you know, I'm not sure on that, honestly. He didn't really play much in 2018. He played a good amount in 2019, and he put up some pretty good numbers. He was an all-star. Yeah, he was an all-star. He didn't really play much in 2018. I mean, uh, actually he did. He was with the Pirates. And then he got traded. Oh, yeah, he got traded for Chris Archer. Think about how much that trade has really worked out for the Rays. The Rays got both Glass now, and also they got both Meadows. The Pirates are stuck with Chris Archer. So, um, Yeah, I mean, Austin Meadows really didn't really have any significant you know, results before last season. So, I mean, I think he's a great player, but, you know, he could always take a step back. If you, so if I, don't, I don't think will happen, but it's a possibility. If there's a guy who will step up for that team, it'd probably be him. So at number one, you obviously have the Yankees. You know, your yes. team. Yes, I am a Yankees fan, and I think, I think the Yankees and the Dodgers are the two most talented teams in baseball. I don't think it's close, honestly. Uh, yeah, I just think uh, the Yankees obviously added one of the top two pitchers in the league in Garrett Cole. So you know what you're gonna you know what you're gonna get from him. That's probably as close as it gets to a guaranteed win. Is a Garrett Cole start with our offense? I mean, I feel like that's as close as it gets to a guaranteed win. I feel like he'd have to have a terrible outing for us to lose a game like that. You know what I mean? Right, but uh, obviously you still have to come out and pitch. Like just, yeah. just because you're Garrett Cole doesn't mean that he's gonna come out and be shut out every time. No, yeah. I mean, I think James Paxton had a had a down year last year, but if you look at the – he was also injured. But if you look at the years before that, he actually had very good years. He, I believe in either 2017 or 2018, he was uh, finished top five in Cy Young voting. So the, the problem with the Yankees is obviously their back end of their rotation. Like, we don't know who's going to step up for them. Severino's out for the year with Tommy John. We don't know think, what's going on with Domingo Herman. 
well, he's not coming back. But I think uh, Jordan Montgomery, if if he's our fifth starter, I think that's a hell of a fifth starter. He had a big year in 2017 for us, his rookie year. Uh, I mean, one, the one inner squad game we saw him pitch, he pitched pretty good. He looked good. Well, no, that wasn't an inner. He pitched against the Mets oh, the other. That day. was the uh, exhibition game. You're right. Yeah, he he had uh, he pitched like six shutout innings against the Mets the other day. Let's also let's talk about uh, the Yankees Phillies um, exhibition game yesterday, really quick. Oh yeah, uh, Mike Ford hit a 680 foot home run. <laughs> oh, and that Aaron Judge home run should not have counted because there was already three. Uh, that was the Phillies' fault. Girardi no, it's wanted, not. Girardi said he wanted Velasquez to pitch to another batter. So, Aaron Judge came up to the plate. Vince Velasquez threw him a bad pitch. It's a home run. It counts. 100%. Does not count. Oh, there are three outs. 100%. Your manager wanted him to pitch to another batter. He gave up a home run. That's your manager's fault. Oh, whatever. That, that 100% counts. I, I'm waiting for the Phillies-Yankees World Series. We're going to say a lot of stuff we'll regret when that day comes. But, yeah, I mean, like, you know, Yankees are the clear-cut best team in the AL East. They're probably – they're going to have one of the best offenses in baseball. They are, definitely have the best bullpen in baseball. It's not a question. All right, so let's move on to the AL Central. I got the Tigers at five. Yeah, same, same here. I feel like that's not even a question. I, I think they have the possibility to be the worst team in baseball. Although what I do think will be interesting is I want to see Casey Mize. I think Casey Mize will be absolutely disgusting. Uh, in the long run, and it's probably gonna he'll probably end up turning into a pitch, another pitcher that they can't pay, and awesome. uh, end up getting traded like Scherzer or David Price or Justin Verlander. Dude, that team was should have won a World Series. The fact that they didn't with that rotation is just it sucks. Yep. And, they, and then they had to trade all of them because they couldn't pay any of them. They literally haven't been good since. Yep. And that's like that's like the huge difference between you know high market teams and low market teams. Yeah. Like, the Yankees obviously can buy kind of whoever they want and and afford it when Detroit really can't. Yeah, I don't see Detroit being any good anytime soon. Yeah, they're, them and the Orioles are going to be two of the worst teams. I actually don't think they'll be the two worst teams. I think there's a team that's worse than them. Really? Both those teams. Yeah, we'll get to that later. But All right, uh, so I got the Royals at four. They'll be a little bit better than Detroit, but I still don't think they're going to be very good. Uh, yeah, I also have the Royals at four. I think Jorge Soler will be the best player on that team and win them a couple games by himself. But other than wait, that, wait, wait, would Merrifield's not the best player on that team? Uh, dude, Jorge Soler. Yeah, Jorge I know. Jorge Soler is nasty. I know he hit a ton of home runs. How many home runs did he even hit last year? He led the American League with 48 homers last year. Oh, my God. He probably, I think he also had over 100 RBIs. I mean, the Royals, you know, they don't have a very good rotation. Don't have a ton of pitching. Yeah. They got they got some good, you know, players on there, like Mondesi, I think. Hopefully. Mondesi, Mondesi's good. But Their middle I, infields, well, I don't know if Whit Merrifield's going to play middle infield, but I think he's going to play center field. I mean, I don't know how good that they'll be able to be. It's not like they have a strong respect yeah, pool right now anyways. So who do you got at number three? This is a tough one for me. For me, it wasn't. I I have the Indians. I think they're going to be good. They'll be competitive, very competitive. Uh, their their rotation's still good. They got Clevenger, Shane Bieber, Carlos Carrasco. Their offense is obviously Lindor is the best shortstop in baseball. Jose Ramirez, I think, will have a better year than he did last year. He had a bad first half. He actually was very good in the second half of the season. Uh, obviously, Carlos Santana is a good player. I mean, I don't know how much I play, but Fran Mill Reyes is pretty good. Well, he got – well, remember, he got uh, – what was it? He went outside of that bubble that they have. So oh, they did have, he? Yeah. I think he's oh. actually like – he might not play this year apparently. Oh, okay. So. Well, yeah, so that, that hurts them right there. So, yeah. I think – I don't think they're – other than Brad Hand, they, they have not a very good bullpen. So, at number two, you got the White Sox is what you're telling me. Yes. I, I think, think White Sox are going to be really, really good. They'll be like the dark horse team this year. I think Luis Robert looks insane. Obviously, Michael Kopech's not playing this year. I feel like that hurts them because he was – I feel like he would have been very, very good for them. I still like the pieces they added. They added Edwin as DA, a DH. Uh, 
I just, I just, Aloy Jimenez is good. I feel like he'll have a better year than he did last year. I feel like Moncada is going to take a huge step up this year. Yeah, Moncada's, I feel like he's. I feel like he can be a stud. Like, I think Aloy Jimenez can still be very, very good. I think yeah. he had he had a bad year last year, but like, I feel like they have so much potential. They got so many young guys, so it's kind of tough for them to be able to go really. I mean, far. yeah, Tim Anderson is still a good shortstop, and uh. So they, oh yeah, they added one of the best catchers in baseball and Yasmani Grandal. Exactly. Uh, they also still have a Brayu, give him that veteran presence. I think Giolito will be their best pitcher, uh, obviously, but I think Giolito is going to have a great year this year. Yeah. So their bullpen is actually kind of solid as well. Yeah, their bullpen's not bad. They got Steve Shishek, uh, Jimmy Cordero, Aaron Bummer. They got a bunch of – Jace Fry's good, too. They got some guys that, you know, have been good, so. So, now for number one, you got the Twins? Yeah, I have the Twins. I think – The Twins, in my opinion, is the best offense in baseball. I know you I don't, don't agree with that, but – I think their offense is insane. I also think it helps the stadium that they play at as to why they hit so many homers last year, but – Correct. My biggest question mark with the Twins is their starting pitching and their bullpen. I think their starting pitching is going to be pretty good. I think Jose Barrios is is, is nasty. I think Odorizzi is he's you know solid. Rich Hill's uh, going to be Rich Hill. I know is going to be he he's almost forty years old, so it'll be interesting. Maeda hasn't had the best last couple of years, so I feel like I, I'm still iffy on that pickup. Right. Um he had over a four ERA last year with 153 innings pitched. Yeah, but see, this also the Twins also bring up the other question of how much offense can carry if their pitching doesn't step up. Exactly. That's my same problem with the Red Sox. Although their offense is like a million times better than the Red Sox. Yeah, and especially if they add Donaldson, like adding Donaldson to that lineup makes their team even more insane. Yeah. See, Rich Hill had. Well, he didn't. Rich Hill didn't play that much last year, but. The games he did play, he was pretty good. But again, Richel is going to be forty, and I don't, I don't even know who, who's. I mean, they have Trevor May in the bullpen. They got Trevor May. They got Romo. They got Taylor Rogers. Sergio Romo's, you know, a little past his prime, I think. Uh, Taylor Rogers is good, but I mean, other than, and I, I think Trevor May had a down year last year. If I'm, this is also one of those teams. I know they're in the American League, but they got so many guys who you can put in that DH spot. Okay, maybe not. Trevor Trevor May had a good year last year. I was thinking of uh, a couple years. So yeah, I have the I have the Twins at one. Right. All right. So now on to the AL West. Who do you have at your number five? Uh, I have the Mariners. I, mean, I think Jared Kelenic is a stud, and other than that. They're going to be horrible. I heard he's been killing it so far in summer. Oh, yeah. He, he's nasty. Oh, he's yeah. He's going to be really, really good. But uh, the, thing with, that, they're, the they're, thing with the Mariners is they got a pretty solid prospect pool. Jared, Jared Kelenic is going to be disgusting. So, yeah, I got the Rangers at four. I mean, obviously, the, the rise of Joey Gallo has been big for them. Um, Elvis Andrews is still solid. I don't think Todd Frazier is as good as what he used to be, though. They did add some pitching, though, like, you know, with Kluber. Kluber is a big step up. Lance Lamb was an all-star last year. Exactly. Um, Mike Miner Mike Miner was, was big for them last year. I'm, I'm surprised he didn't get traded last year. Yeah. The Yankees were going to trade for him, and then they just didn't. So, I mean, the problem with them is, again, you know, their bullpen's not very good. Um, other than LeClerc. Other than LeClerc, yeah, that's about it. So, who do you got at number three? I have the Angels at number three. I think they're going to have one of the best offenses in baseball. They're, everything else is a question mark. Uh, I think they have an MVP candidate on my team, on their team. Well, I mean, obviously Mike Trout is an MVP candidate, but I'm in this instance, I'm not referring to him. I think there's another player on that team that, that could win MVP this year. So you think Anthony Rendon can win? Or Otani, for that matter, actually. I'm talking about Otani. I think, I think if Otani has a sub-3 ERA – because he's going to pitch and hit this year. If he hits, I'd say, 15 homers with 30 to 40 RBIs and a sub-3 ERA, I think that's a, he's an MVP. 
Right. And plus, you know, they got some other pieces like, you know, David Fletcher and uh, Tommy Lestella, who had pretty solid years last year. Call up Brandon Marsh or Joe Adele. Joe Adele could be a real stud. Like, their outfield could be be insane. They're, Joe Adele is going to be really good, but I, do they call him up this year? Does, does he make opening day roster? I don't know. So A, a big question will be, is, is Angelton Simmons going to be healthy? I mean, And what are you going to get out of him offensively? Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, one of the best defensive shortstops in the game, but he hasn't been healthy, and he's not yeah. known for his hitting. So. so at number two, I have the Astros. I do as well. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to cheat their way to a first-place finish. Yeah, I think the the no fans thing is going to kill them. Actually, I don't know. I think it would have hurt no them. No fans will probably – no, the no fans will probably help them. Yeah, it, honestly, I think it will. I think be- it will help them and hurt them at the same time. A big thing for them is when they're at home, I feel like they're, they're very good at – because of, like, you know, their fans. If there were fans, they're going to suck on the road. They would have sucked on the road. Yeah, this might have helped them, but it doesn't help. Yeah, I think this helps them on the road, but I also think it hurts them at home. Yeah, well, they lost Garrett Cole. Should have won Cy Young last year for them, but we won't talk. I mean, they still got studs in Tuve and Correa and Springer and Bregman and, you know, Michael Brandley. They still lost some pitching. They lost Garrett Cole. They lost Will Will Harris, who was probably their best reliever last year other than Osuna. They still have Granke and Verlander, obviously, but, I mean, after that, it's like, who do you have now? Also, you know, Jordan Alvarez is going to be a stud, probably. Offensively, he's terrible defensively. Yeah, though. I mean, he'll be he's good. In, he'll be good in that DH spot, but yeah, he's not going to play uh, the outfield for them. Yeah, I don't think so. At number one, you got the A's. Yeah, I have the Athletics. I think they're the most well-rounded team in that division. You, I, I think, I think when we were talking about this the other day, I think you might have forgot, but uh, Frankie Montas was insane for them in the first half of the season, and he got suspended. Yeah, he got suspended for PEDs. He's coming back for them. He'll be ready for opening day. Yeah, so you got so him. you have Sean Manaya, who was good last last season, probably their best overall pitcher. Frankie Montes, who was good last year, and then they have Jesus Lazardo. Uh, well, we don't, know, we don't know if Lazardo is going to be – we don't know if Lazardo is going to be a relief pitcher or a starting pitcher. I mean, Well, he's listed as a starting pitcher. I think he'll end up being a starting pitcher. I mean, he had that one uh, performance in the playoffs that was really impressive. Yeah. So. And their offense is, is pretty pretty insane as well. They got uh, Matt Chapman, obviously. Chris Davis, who will be a good DH. He's not really a – you don't really want to put him in the field. Matt Olson's probably best defensive first baseman in baseball. Okay, here's the question. Will Chris Davis hit uh, – what was it? Is it 240? 247. 247 again? The, yes, the, I'm gonna say he does. For the fifth year in a row, they have Marcus Simeon, Ramon Laureano out of the bullpen. Lee, Lou Trevino, Liam Hendricks. So I, I, I think they're Jake Diekman, Joaquin Soria, Yasmero Petit. I think, I think the the A's are gonna be. I think obviously I'm picking the Yankees to win the World Series, but if I wasn't, I think the A's could be a, a dark horse team to win it. Yeah, to win it all. They're pretty much the best, like well-rounded team in that division. Yeah, by far. I mean, a lot of people are picking the Astros, but honestly, I want the A's to win. You know, the small well, market teams needs to thrive once in a while. So, and I hate the Astros because uh, Altuve stole an MVP from Aaron Judge, but we won't talk. Uh, so now we'll move on to the NL East. So at number five, obviously, we got the Marlins. Yep, same here. Is this the team you picked to be the worst team in baseball? No, it's not. It's not. Ooh. No, I actually think they'll be better than they were last year. Like. Uh, winning percentage wise, they got some guys who can pitch well. Like, uh, what is it? Alcantara is his name. Sandy Alcantara. Alcantara, yeah, he's yeah. good. And then uh, Yamamoto. Yeah. Um, Caleb Smith. We'll see what he is. I, I want to see. I are they going to call up Jazz Chisholm to play shortstop this year? I, I think that could, if if they do, he could be. I think he could be in contention for Rookie of the Year. But I mean, besides that, like. I don't think they're yeah. very good. Um, Brian Anderson is their best player. Brian, yeah. Who's the Who's the guy who played for the Orioles last year? Jonathan VR. Yes, that's who it is. Um, they also have Corey Dickerson. Corey Dickerson, yeah. Year. I kind of wish the Phillies kept him, but I, I guess yeah. Roman Quinn is the move now. So at number four, I have the Mets. I have the Nationals. Wow, you got the Nationals really low. Yeah, Tell me I think... why you have the Nationals that low. 
I don't want to put them that low because I think I love Max Scherzer. I think their offense got so much worse. I, I do. I think their offense got way worse than it was last. For me, I feel like you could switch any two through four in this division. I feel like in my two through four, you could switch any of them. Yeah, but that I mean, that's very low for the Nationals. Well, I, I'm saying, but I think I have the Nationals at four, but for all I know, they could finish at two. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like th- that's how close it's going to be between I mean, they they probably got the one of the best rotations in baseball. I mean, Scherzer. They have the best rotation in baseball. Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin, Sanchez. Joe Ross. Their bullpen, I guess. They're, well, they added Will Harris from the Astros to their bullpen. Will Harris, yep. They still have Sean Doolittle. Sean Doolittle's the stud. I, I think Carter Keeboom, because he's going to start right away, I think he's going to be good. Is Juan Soto, obviously Juan Soto is going to be good, but is he going to have the same type of year he did, he did last year? I think that'll be big. Uh, Victor Robles, is, you know, what are you going to get from him offensively? No, they, did add, they did add uh, Eric Thames. Eric Thames is good, but. They did lose, you know, Rendon. Uh, yeah, the guy who finished top three in MVP voting. So that's like a huge. I feel like that's, yeah, I feel like that's a big blow. That's why I have them at four. I think their pitching is going to be still solid. But it, it, it's kind of the opposite of the Red Sox. Their pitching is going to be amazing. It's can their offense, you know, score them enough runs to win their pitching games. And we forgot to mention Trey Turner as well. Can he stay healthy through a 60-game season, though? That's that's a big question. Plus, I when we talk about, you know, the Nationals, uh, obviously when you win the World Series, you go through that, you know, World Series hangover stretch, and we've talked about it. So, yeah, I got the Mets at number four. Just watching them the past few games. Oh, yeah, they look horrible. They look so bad. And now and now, De- DeGrom is uh... – his health is in question right now. Syndergaard is out for the year. Syndergaard is out for the year. DeGrom, DeGrom, but DeGrom is having out. I think he's having back problems, I heard the other day. I think They're saying he'll be ready for opening day, but. I just wonder if that injury affects him. I, I The only reason I, I, so I have the Mets at three. The only reason I have them above the Nationals, I think their offense is slightly better. But I think they, they had so many guys who overachieved. Uh, um, Michael Conforto is good. I mean, Mc, McNeil, the flying squirrel is, is good. Neil is probably their best all-around player, honestly, other than DeGrom, who's a pitcher, but yeah. position players. Uh, I just feel like they have the best overall pitcher in that division, and their offense is better than the Nationals. That's the only reason. So, But, again, I, I could see the Nationals finishing second and the Mets finishing fourth. Like, this division, other than the one spot, is a toss-up. Well, with a 60-game series, like, it's so hard to just tell. Like, you could be so bad coming out the gate, like, first I feel like the one seed and the five seed in this division are kind of a lock for me. The two through four is, is, I think, that could go any which way. So, yeah, I got the Phillies at two. What about you? I have the Phillies at two. Good call. I I am a believer. I don't have them making the playoffs, but. What? I don't. I know I it's think, kind of it might be a stretch. I am a believer, but again, they could come out and have a stinker and finish in fourth. Well, see, here's why I don't think we will. Past two years, we were great in you know the first half of the season. I saw last year the first sixty games played, we were the first in our division. So will it happen again? I don't know. But with the addition of Joe Girardi as our manager automatically helps us because Gabe Kapler was one of the worst managers in baseball last year. Also with the addition of DD Gregorius. And can Andrew McCutcheon stay healthy for you guys? Is Gene Segura going to be, and can he stay healthy? Is Alec Bohm going to come up and play third base? Uh, I feel like Alec Bohm's actually going to turn into a first baseman. Yeah, but he's good defensively, and Reese Hoskins is not a scrub. You'd rather play Scott Kingery than Alec Bohm? At this point, yes. Why? Just for defensive reasons. No, Alec Bohm's not bad defensively. I'm not saying he is, but how ready is he defensively right now? Scott Kingery is not all that defensive. Now, Alec Bohm is is ready offensively. Scott Kingery is not exactly Matt Chapman or, or Arenado. But, like, my thing is if Reese Hoskins doesn't work out, then they're going to move Alec Bohm to first, and he'll be our, like, you know, first baseman of the future. Now, pitching is the biggest question with the Phillies. I mean, don't get me wrong. We got Aaron Nola. We just signed Zach Wheeler. After that, it's like, okay, who else is going to step up? You know, Vinny V, Nick Pavetta. Yeah, yeah, figure this out. So we, you know, we beat the Nationals 7-2. to 
but then we lose to the Orioles, and then we tie the Yankees. Figure that one out. Yeah. That's how the Philly season is going to be. We, we'll beat the Braves most of the time and then lose to the Marlins most of the time. But it's like, who's going to step up? Our bullpen's also another big question mark. I mean, Hector Neris is going to be our best, you know, bullpen arm this year. Don't like that. Sir Anthony Dominguez and uh, David Robertson are still out. Tommy Hunter's coming back from injury. Adam Morgan's coming back from injury. Just going to have to see, to be honest. Um, yeah. But I, I'm hoping for the best, and I think we're, we're going to be really good. So, number one, obviously the Braves. Yep, the Braves. I feel like we don't need to talk too much about that. I've, but, I mean, they added Marcelo Zuna, Cole Hamels, who will be their fourth starter. Will Smith, uh, if Darren O'Day can stay healthy. Freddie Freeman's back. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like they're the clear-cut best team in that division. I'm glad Freddie Freeman's back from recovering from coronavirus. Apparently, he had a fever of like 104.5. Yeah. Sounds scary. All right, so now let's move on to the NL Central. So, who do you have at your number five spot? I have the Pirates. And when I mentioned earlier that I think there's a team that could be worse than the Orioles or Tigers – I think the Pirates could be the worst team in baseball. You think they're that bad? I think the Pirates are horrible. You know, Josh Bell's their best player. Brian Reynolds is good. They're going to be – I think they're going to be absolutely horrible. They got no pitching. Their best pitcher is their closer and Keon Kella, and other than that, they're terrible. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think they might call up Mitch Keller this year, but even still, they're going to be terrible. Uh, number four, I have the Brewers. I think we might be in the same on this division. Uh, Actually, no way. I know where we're going to part. Yeah. <laughs> the Brewers, they had a really good opportunity to win the whole thing. It sucks for them that Yelich got hurt. I mean, they got no pitching right now. Zero. Zero. I mean, Woodruff is, is – I mean, Woodruff, yeah. But, like, as a whole, not really. They have um, the best – arguably the best closer in baseball. But. Josh Hader is good. Um, I'm just saying their depth isn't very good. Uh and I don't know. I don't know if they can really get that much better in the next few years because they're they have. I think they have the worst farm system in baseball right now. Yeah, or at least one of them. Yeah. Uh. So at number three, I have the Cubs. I do as well. Uh, I think the Cubs have finally started to fall off. Their offense is going to be good. I, you know, I don't know how good their pitching will be. But they're like a middle of the road team. I think the other team, two teams ahead of them, are clearly better. It's not that they're going to be bad, but they're not going to be as good as the other two teams. I mean, the Cubs are still going to have Baez, you know, Rizzo, Chris Bryant, which they might trade. They have Wilson Contreras as well. Wilson Contreras had a really good year. At number two, I have the Cardinals. I have the Reds. See, I, that's where I knew we were going to uh, part ways. The Cardinals, uh, well, for one thing, they lost Ozuna. That's not good. Uh, but to be honest with me, it's like – they don't have a lot of offensive threats. Not only that, I don't think – I think their pitching is somewhat deep. I don't think their bullpen is – well, their bullpen's all right. I mean, with Andrew Miller and uh, – who is the uh, who's the other really good player? I forget his name. Jordan um, Hicks. Well, Jordan Hicks is out because he yeah. decided to opt out. Carlos Martinez? Is, is it uh, – well, he's good. Uh, Was it Giovanni Gallegos or something? Oh, like yeah, that? Gallegos, yeah. He'll have a good year. Um I mean, they have Paul Goldschmidt. That's one thing I, I wanted to bring up is that if Paul Goldschmidt really steps up and becomes – well, even last year, like, he had a really good year, but it was a down year for him. So, yeah. it'll be – so, if he has, like, a Paul Goldschmidt-type year like that he's had in the past, then the Cardinals could pass the Reds. Yeah, I think the Reds – I think they're going to make the playoffs. I have them making the playoffs. I think they'll be very good. I think the Cardinals were already the best team in that division last year. And the only person they lost was Marcelo Zuna, who was good, but Jack Flaherty is the best starting pitcher in that division. Trevor Bauer, Luis Castillo, but I feel like Flaherty is better than both. Castillo could win the Cy Young. I do think that that's a possibility, but I do think Jack Flaherty is better. But the Reds added so many good players. like Yeah, they did. Like Castellanos, and this is going to benefit, you know, the Reds. The DH rule is going to benefit the Reds even more. Not to mention they play at a hitter's friendly ballpark. Yeah. Now they got Castellanos as their DH. Yeah. He could, he could, that's like maybe the best DH in baseball or one of them. Well, they added Moustakis as well. I, I'm not saying they're not going to be good. I just think the Cardinals are going to be better. Like does I Joey think... Votto find the fountain of youth? <laughs> yeah. 
Joey Votto hasn't been very good in a while, but if he does have a good year. Suarez had a good year last year. I think Suarez is nasty. Sonny Gray was an all-star. I mean, yeah, I think the Reds are going to be really, really good. I just think the Cardinals are slightly better. So, yeah, I have the Reds at number one. The Reds are, like, are the one team that I think could really shock some people. All right, on to the last division, the NL West. So, who do you have at number five? The Giants. I think the Giants could have the potential to be the second worst team in baseball, honestly. <laughs> no starting pitching. Their best player, honestly, is probably a, what, 36-year-old Buster Posey? Or or an overweight Pablo Sandoval. I mean, Mike Yudishumsi's good, but... Damn, I thought Buster Posey was 36. He's 33. He's like he's been in the league forever. But he's been beat up. Also, we have to mention they have Gabe Kapler as the manager now, which automatically makes them lose games. Yeah, I think that they have the potential to be the second worst team. So who do you have at number four? The Rockies. They have the same problem they they've always had. They have zero starting pitching. Zero starting pitching. They'll have about four or five all-stars this year on offense and no one <laughs> no, on no, no, no bullpen. No pitching. No bullpen. So yeah, their their offense will be insane. They play in a hitter friendly ballpark as well. So but their pitching is horrible. At number three, I have the Padres. I have the Padres as well. Why do you have the Padres at three? I think they're a year away. I think next year they could finish second, but I think the Diamondbacks and Dodgers are both better. Not that the I think the Padres are good. Chris Paddock is good. Uh, Tatis is obviously disgusting. Kirby Yates. So I think they'll be good. Right. So you got Diamondbacks at two. Dodgers one. Yep. Yeah, I think the Dodgers at at this point are probably my team to win the whole thing. They're gonna have you know one of the best offenses in baseball. Their pitching is gonna be maybe a question mark. I mean, the starting pitching, I don't, I don't think will be a. I think their bullpen will be, because they they picked up guys that had bad year, like Blake Trinan had a bad year. They're banking on some of these guys having good years this year. It doesn't help that they lost Ryu as well. It was their best starting pitcher last year? Yeah. Although Walker Bueller will be better this year than Ryu was last year. And will Kershaw finally get out of this slump in the playoffs? <laughs> I don't think so. Probably not. I honestly don't think so. He's he's played in so many playoff games, and he's just been terrible at all. And, you know, and the Diamondbacks, I mean, it kind of sucks for them that they play in such a tough division because they're one of those uh, teams that if they were in a different division, their record would probably be better and they would have a better chance of making the playoffs. So those are our predictions for each division. So now we're going to actually transition to who do you think that will make the playoffs? Who do you got? So the American League, for the one seed, I have the Yankees, obviously. Uh, the two seed, I have the Twins. Three seed, I have the Athletics. And then the two wild card teams, I have the Rays and the White Sox. I have the Astros missing the playoffs and the White Sox making the playoffs. See, I have the Twins at the one seed. And here's why. Because the AL Central and the NL Central are probably the two weakest divisions so I think it'll be easier for the Twins to beat up on all those uh, bad See, teams. But I think that I think the NL Central, the top three teams in the NL Central are all good. Like the Cubs are not going to be terrible. The Cubs are going to be competitive with. Right, but but like but the Twins are still so much better than them. You know, I wouldn't say so much there's better. A, their, their offense is close. There's Pitching a big wise, yeah. From the Twins to the Cubs, that's a big difference from the Twins and the Cardinals. You know, I think the Cubs offense is going to be very good. But like that's but like I have the Yankees in Oakland. I have the Yankees in Oakland two and three just because when they the AL East and the NL East and then the AL West and the NL West are just two different, you know, way more difficult. And then for my wild cards, I have the Astros and the Rays. You have the Astros having a better record than the Rays? I don't even have the Astros making the playoffs. See, I think the White Sox could sneak in there. Now the Astros could, you know, fall off a cliff because of everything that's happened this year. I still think they're gonna be good. So who do you got for the National League? I have the Dodgers one, obviously. The Braves two, Cardinals three, and then after the wild card teams, I have the Reds and the Diamondbacks. You didn't put the Phillies in? No. Dude, you suck. I don't think the Phillies are, are gonna make the playoffs. Explain your thought process on those. I mean, the Dodgers are the best team in their division by far. Best team in the NL by far. Uh the Braves are the best team in their division by a lot. I think the Cardinals are the best team in their division, obviously. 
I think the Reds are going to be very good. I think I think the Reds could go farther in the playoffs than the Cardinals. I have the Cardinals winning the division, but I think the Reds could go farther in the playoffs than the Cardinals. Uh, the Diamondbacks, I think, improved a ton. Their offense looks really good. Again, the only other option would have been the Phillies in the playoffs, and I think the Diamondbacks are better than the Phillies. So, so I got the Dodgers, the Braves, and the Reds in that order. And then for my wild card teams, I got the Cardinals and the Phillies. The Phillies pick might be biased just a little bit, but hear me out. Uh, the Dodgers are the best team in the National League. I just think top to bottom. Uh, the Braves are second, uh, and then I have the Reds third. I just think the Reds are also going to be one of those teams that will surprise people. But because of their inexperience, I don't think they'll play or I don't think they'll go very far. And then the Cardinals, I put, you know, as the first wild card spot solely because I think even though the Reds will get the one seed, that they can still beat up on like the Cubs, the Brewers, and the Pirates. And then the Phillies I got there, basically, you know, my heart tells me that they will make it. My brain probably thinks otherwise. Just solely based on new coaching staff, better additions, and also, I'm banking on them being healthy. So that was our playoff standings. Now we're going to transition over to our preseason award picks. Uh, so who do you have as the AL Cy Young? Garrett Cole. I mean, I don't really – there's no explanation needed. I think Garrett Cole. Is there any bias in that pick? Nope, none whatsoever. Okay. <laughs> uh, for the AL Cy Young, I have Shane Bieber. That's uh, a good one. I just think uh, – after the season he had last year, he has a lot of room to improve. I was going to pick Clevenger, but I just don't know how healthy, you know, he's going to be. If you told me I had to pick someone other than Garrett Cole, I think Shohei Otani. Who do you have as your AL MVP? I have Shohei Otani as my AL. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I think he could win both. I think he's that good. Really? He throws a 100-mile-an-hour fastball, nasty splitter and breaking balls, and he's an insane hitter. I think if he bats 300 with 15 homers and has under a sub-3 RA, dude, I think that's he could win Cy Young and MVP, as, uh, assuming he stays healthy. For my AL MVP, you're going to like this pick. I actually pick Aaron Judge. Now, obviously, health is a big thing with him, considering he'll miss a, he's missed 50 games or so in the past two years now. Yes, he's got potential to hit 50 home runs again, but again, we're playing 60 games. so. Maybe at a rate he could still hit 50 home runs, but we don't know yet. He's hit three home runs in the last three exhibition games. Did you know that? Yes, I did. I watched pretty, all of them. It's pretty insane. But he, looked, not, he looks game ready. Like not, only, not only offensively, he's a stud, but also defensively. He's probably – he's probably. I mean, him and Mookie are probably the two best defensive outfielders in baseball. Yeah. I think he got the best arm in the outfield. But, yeah, Aaron Judge. Uh, yep. So, who do you have for your AL Rookie of the Year? I have Luis Robert. He looks insane. And if it's not him, maybe if Wander Franco gets called up, but I don't, I don't see that happening this season. So, I have Jesus Luzardo. That's a good pick. Now, I think after looking at what he did with the athletics last year, like, don't get me wrong, he didn't pitch that much, but he looked very dominant. Especially so, in the playoffs as well. Especially in the playoffs. So I'm banking on him being dominant during his rookie year. So now let's transition over to the National League Awards. So who do you have as your NL Cy Young? Uh, I have Max Scherzer as my NL Cy Young winner. I think I think he's going to have an insane year. I think – I mean, obviously the easy pick is DeGrom, but I feel like Max Scherzer is just as dominant or can be just as dominant. I mean, arguably could have won it in the National League last year if he stayed healthy. Uh, I'm going to pick Walker Bueller on this one. I don't know if this is a popular pick or not. I I think as we've seen him grow as a pitcher, as well as he's a stud in the playoffs, I think it's kind of his time to really show that he's one of the top pitchers in this league. So who do you have for your National League MVP? I have Nolan Arenado. He plays in a hitters-friendly ballpark. I mean, Matt Chapman stands are going to be pissed, but I think Arenado is the best third baseman in baseball. It's not close for me either, honestly. I think he's going to have an insane year um, offensively. So I got Ronald Acuna Jr. this year. Reason why is I think obviously, you know, he's a five-tool guy. If the Braves get the one seed, it makes it a little bit easier for him to win it. You know, this you got the speed, you got the arm, you got the power. His contact is still a little low. His strikeout rate's kind of high. But, yeah, I think Acuna Jr. will be the NL MVP. So who do you have as your National League Rookie of the Year? 
considering that Gavin Lux is not on the opening day roster, I mean, he was the obvious pick. I'm going to go with another Dodger, and I'm going to go with Dustin May. I think Dustin May has insane stuff. I think he'll be very, very good. I'm picking Carter Keboom. I think he's going to be a stud. He's going to play as soon as he gets on the team. He's not going to be one of those guys who's going to ride the bench, I don't think. I think he could start, actually, to start out the year. So, along with the power and the fielding, I think he's going to be, you know, a pretty good player. So that was our Major League Baseball preseason predictions. Now let's get into our last segment of the day. So this is going to be a segment that's going to be coming into every single episode, and I call it Hot Take of the Day. So, Chris, what is your hot take of the day? Well, since this was a uh, baseball episode, my hot take of the day is Aaron Judge is a better player than Cody Bellinger and Christian Yelich. Oh, my God. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Aaron Judge had similar stats – well, I mean, arguably better stats than uh, Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger's best year was last year when he won MVP, right? Aaron Judge's 2017 was better in some uh, – the only thing that was lower was batting average. And Aaron Judge actually had more defensive run save as well. So defensively, he was better. I'll give you the stats here. So – In 2017, Aaron Judge had 52 homers, 114 RBIs, batted 284 with 627 uh, slugging, and a a 1049 OPS. Cody Bellinger in 2019, which was his best season, and not to mention, they came into the league and their rookie years were the same year. So Cody Bellinger's best year in his career was last year. He hit uh, 47 homers with 115 RBIs. So Aaron Judge had five more homers and one less RBI. Uh, Bellinger batted 305 with a 406 OPS. Or no, he batted 305, yeah, with a uh, 406 on base percentage, a 629 slugging, and a 1035 OPS. Aaron Judge in 2017 had a better on base percentage and a better OPS than Cody Bellinger did in 2019. Cody Bellinger had two points higher in slugging percentage. And I mean, Yelich is. I feel like Aaron Judge is significantly, not significantly better than Yelich, but I feel like his bat is about the same as Yelich, and Yelich's defense is terrible. I feel like Aaron Judge's defense compared to Yelich is not even close. I mean, they could argue. I, I feel like Aaron Judge should have an MVP. I mean, I think we both agree on that. Yes, Jose Altuve did rob Aaron Judge of an MVP. Aaron Judge had better statistics in every category except batting average that season. I feel like it's not that crazy of a thing to say. They, their, their, their rookie years were both 2017. Aaron Judge was a significantly better player in 2017 than Cody Bellinger. Barring health issues, I feel like Aaron Judge would have been an MVP candidate last year if he wasn't injured. He still he, he played 102 games, and he still hit uh, 27 homers. I mean, oh, I like that take. So my hot take is kind of uh, out of the blue. It's, it has nothing to do with what's been going on recent, but the steroid era was the most exciting time in baseball. I actually agree with that. Now, for us, it definitely seems that way, but I feel like for like the older generation, it's not. But at that time, we had guys like Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, and Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire during that home run uh, competition, they're like during the year. Exciting. We saw the documentary on that. Was that a 30 for 30? Or was it just a regular documentary? It was a 30 for 30. Okay, so yeah, it was the 30 for 30. Barry Bonds basically saved baseball with how many home runs he hit and how exciting it was. Now, yeah, it was unfortunate, like, later down the road that we found out that they were on PEDs. I guess it hurts the legitimacy of the sport a little bit. But still, around that time was the f- probably the greatest era in baseball. Well, that's it for today's podcast. Thanks, Chris, for joining me. So follow him at Chris Crummett with two T's and two M's on Instagram. For more information on the podcast, follow us on Instagram at the underscore wins and losses underscore podcast and on Twitter at wins and losses PC. And thank you for the people tuning in. I hope to see you guys in the next episode. Peace.